expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Hello and welcome to another podcast edition of Taiwan Talk. I'm Keith Manconi. Today on the show, we're making a trip over to Taipei's Department of Rapid Transit for an update on the decades-long Taipei Metro project. And while we're there, we'll be learning a little bit more about the lines set to open later this year. Here's my conversation with the department's deputy commissioner. Deputy Commissioner Shi Zifu, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for your to the audience listening. Last year, the most recent line to be completed is the Songshan line, and now that that's completed, uh, most of the lines within Taipei are pretty much done, uh, and so we kind of already have a, a completed MRT for Taipei itself. Uh, but there's still a lot of lines under construction. Most of those uh, are going to be in areas outside of Taipei, connecting those areas. Uh, so, uh, just to start things off today, I was hoping that you could kind of maybe give us a little bit of perspective on, you know, the MRT is something that Taiwan has been working on for uh, 30 years now. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about now that it's complete? What kind of changes has it made in Taipei City itself? What are, What are the big successes that you would point to that MRT can claim? Since the Songshan Line has under review service, I say that the, the most change is the ridership for every day. I remember from the Songshan Line is complete. The ridership from the 1.6 million increased to 1.8 million. However, since the Songshan Line for the operation, the ridership from the 1.8 to 2.1 million passengers per day. So you can see it's a great achievement. Another comparison is that the Songshan Line, when the ridership increased almost 100,000 than the CE Line. So you can see that the metro system, the network system, to make it integrate is very important. So in the future, uh, we will have uh, more uh, metro system to be contracted. Anyway, in the next uh, five years, uh, we have uh, so many metro systems to be built. The idea is that uh, we have a Minsen line, Minsen Shizhen line. We have a Danshui LRT systems. We have Wandan Line Phase 2. We have uh, Anken Line. Uh, we have uh, Sanyin Line. All this outside the downtown should be connected to the downtown systems so that the people who live outside the, the downtown easily can travel or if they have daily work can connect to the downtown. Aside from this, now we are doing the circular line. The second line is just around outside the downtown. So people who live outside the downtown, if he want to go to the labor city, he don't have to through the downtown directly to the labor city. That's the circular line, the functions. So let's talk about some of the lines. There are actually a couple of lines that are going to be completed this year in particular. Uh, let's talk about those two. Uh, the first one is a really short line. Uh, it's a, an extension of the blue line called the Tuchung Extension. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what that's going to be connecting and why that's an extension that the city wanted to focus on? The line, uh, the length is about 1.9 kilometer. Uh, it's connected to the uh, industrial zone. Uh, 
uh, you mean that the, the headquarters of the Honghai at the ne very nearby. Uh, this extension line should be uh, operation for the this year of the June. Uh, I think that is uh, very important because that the, this station in the future will connect to the signing line. Uh, because the, to the signing line, they have a new system. New system cannot be also like, uh, like now, the, 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 this kind of system now for the banana line. Because the, you know, from the Dimpu to uh, signing, uh, not so, I mean, so developed. So the ridership won't have so much uh, amount. So they have to be the two kind of systems. Uh, another project that's going to be worked on later this year is the extension to Taoyuan Airport. Now, I know that uh, your department actually isn't responsible for uh, cre uh, creating that extension, but it is going to be extending into your network. So can you talk a little bit about how that's going to uh, impact the network that's already in place in Taipei? Is that going to have any effect? Actually, uh, I think this line will, is very important because it's from the international it's very important, just like you, you mentioned you live in the San Francisco, you know the, the but only only recently they are have a metro system from the airport to the downtown. So I think it, the, the, the airport link line is very important. Uh, for the, my, my thoughts, only for the construction for the Taipei to Sanchong, uh, it uh, uh, goes through under the, the Dantui River. This uh, you can see the construction very difficult. Now we are almost finished this uh, project uh, for only from the Shantong to Taipei City. For the next few months, we will hand over this project to Boucher, uh, because Boucher is in charge of the whole 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 project. We wish this can be a uh, operation for the end of the year. But I would like to mention that the, the A1, I mean the Taipei station, is very important because this station actually connect to the, uh, I mean the Songshan Line, Beimen Station, and also uh, TRA, Taipei train station. So we can see if you go to the uh, this A1 station, we call it A1 station or Taipei uh, station, if you go there, you look just look like it's so big, so huge, like a uh, airport uh, station. It's very big. How we want to? It's so big because we know that in the future, it's very look prosperous. It can like three kind, three line. You know, MRT system, TRA station, and airport link. And uh, it's very important. I just now mentioned that the Taipei station. Actually, that is urban planning. It's the center of the Taipei the whole area. Now that the focus uh, for uh, a lot of the construction is outside of Taipei, uh, does that change the process of construction at all? Does it, w is it easier to construct in Taipei, or is it easier to construct in New Taipei City? Actually, once the I mean the metro city outside the Taipei City, uh, we have uh, two kind of situation. Because you know that mostly in the new type of city, the new type of city, the width of the road not so big, so it become more difficult to contract. But the some area not yet so developed, so the contraction become eh, easy. 
So it really depends on the, uh, I mean that the, the road situation and how is the uh, the area how it developed. But anyway, I think the the construction skill can be done. But difficult is that how can we the land acquisition become more difficult? You know that the reasoning because the Taipei area that we have a successful for the metro system and the house real estate become the high value, the, the land owner. They don't want to give it up. Yes, so that's critical. So when we, anyway, now for the future, the construction itself become not so difficult. However, the land acquisition become maybe take two or three years. So I remember in the Taipei city, when we build a line, maybe seven years or eight years, but in the future, maybe ten, because land acquisition. The most recent line to be completed was the Songshan line that was uh, opened last year, late last year. Uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, how that's been functioning since it was opened? Uh, what 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 did this? What was this line for, and uh, how has it been uh, functioning since it was first opened? Actually, that uh, so far is functioning very well. I think it's a very great achievement. You know, uh, since the Lehu Nile, when it's uh, operation, you can we made a lot of trouble. However, Songshan Line, uh, so far, no any so much difficulty. And when the New Year, you remember, many people, uh, I remember that that day have a three point million people take ride the whole metro system. You can cannot get any trouble. So I think that is very good quality, uh, good service. All right. Now, the last thing that I want to talk to you about is uh, uh, your department is actually responsible for choosing the art that yeah, goes yeah. goes onto uh, the MRT stations. So I want to know what kind of art are, are you guys looking for? What 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 kind of art do you think is appropriate uh, to put on the walls of an MRT station? I think that is a very unique objective for the MRT systems because we think that the metro system not just a transportation tour but it's a part of the life. So we have a, a public act for each line. Before, the public like only we choose some major station. For instance, the dancing line. You know the Jintan. Jintan itself, the architecture for the station, we think is a public art. Uh, we are not choosing for every station have an art, only uh, for certain uh, station. But after that, we think that, you know, the ridership, growing uh, a great amount, so we think a part of life. And very important that you have to, to be localized. So we built the Xinjiang line, we built the, the, the we choose the, the, the public arc, must be localized. Or many the, the, the artists from the local. Uh, and we even, the, you know, the Fulan University, uh, there are a student, there the, the teacher, they make the, the, the public arc. After the Xinjiang line, when the Xinjiang line, we think that it's a more prosperous area, more internationalized. So the Da'an station, we think that many art from the foreigner, from internationalized, okay. So you can see we have French, we have American, or, or Japan. A difference of uh, thinking to choose the public arc. 
After that, Xinyi line, Songshan line, that kind of thinking. But when we do the circular line, we change the concept. We think that uh, the art piece itself, itself, because we put inside the station. But the circular line, we think, we look the art, the the, the structure itself should be a public art. So, for the circular line, first phase one. If now you go to there, you will find the color itself is a public art. For each column, each girder, we have a different color. Not just only the uh, the structure itself. The rolling stock, we also choosing the different color. The chair, different color. So you will see that the, the public art really are very diversified. So last year, uh, ridership numbers topped 1.8 million per day. Yes. What are you expecting this year? Are you expecting that to go even higher? Oh, when I say that last year, I mean that before the Songshan Line. Now the Songshan Line last year go to the 2.1 uh, million per day. Huh? It's a great amount. I make a pan- comparison. You know the Kaohsiung Line, their ridership only 130,000. You can see that the difference when I say that the Taipei City, 2.1 million. Mm. So, so much the difference. However, we are expect because just now you mentioned we have uh, outside the, the downtown, we have the future, another line around the totally around 100 kilometer. We are uh, hoping in the finally we have three point million per day ridership mm. uh, for the next 10 years. All right, so uh, a lot to look forward to this year and in the coming years as the ridership just uh, increases more and more and more. Uh, Deputy Commissioner uh, Shi Fu, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, welcome. That's it for the show today. As always, we'd love to hear what you thought of the program. You can leave us a comment on our Facebook page or rate and review Taiwan Talk on iTunes. You can also leave a comment on the ICRT blog where we've posted a few links to the department's website. The website has some really helpful maps so you can get a better feel for what these lines are going to look like. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Talk for ICRT. I'm Keith Manconi.